Well, hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to another edition of It's Everything with me, your hostess, B.B. Sweetbriar. We are the weekly Sunday segment of the Michelle Meow Show. Don't you just love her? I just got to say that, um, probably because she's here in the studio with me, so I I got to make sure I give out some love to the master out there. Michelle Meow um, does so much for our community, and definitely her show every week is is an indicator of that. But we're so great to be here every Sunday, and it seems like it's been like eons since Pride here in San Francisco. You know, here we are on the last, this is the last day of July already, which means we only have, literally, you guys, five more months until the end of the year. And I don't even want to think about it. I don't want to think about it, but I am going to think about it. And um, But all I have to say is that because there's only five months left, you know, I've been working really, really hard of putting some great guests together for you all out there. People of interest, not only locally, but uh, worldwide and have a presence worldwide. And today, we're going to actually do that um, as well because we have a celeb- we have a celebrity with us. You know what I mean? Someone who actually is on the television every, <laughs> you know, all the time on Fuse Network, on, on Fuse TV, has a TV show. Plus, she is everywhere. Um, in California and across the nation because she's a title holder. And I am talking about Bianca Simone, who is one of the trans stars on Transcendent on Fuse TV. How you doing, Miss Bianca? I'm good. I'm good, and you? Okay. This isn't too early for you now, is it? Because, you know, a person who leads the life that you <laughs> lead, you know, because you are out and about all hosting, performing, doing whatever, like nonstop. So I, when I, I contacted you, I was like, girl, you need your beauty rest because, you know, we could do this. <laughs> you can phone this one in. You ain't got to come in the studio, girl. And, um, you know, because... <laughs> Because I know how it could be sometimes. But I really wanted to have you on the show because you've been on the show a couple times already. Um, You were on last year when uh, season one of Transcendent started. You and Christina joined me. And then you came on with the whole cast pretty much. And um, and um, And the founder... Uh, you know, all your Asia, Asia SF girls and stuff um, as season two was starting. But I've never had you on the show by yourself. And I really wanted to do that because I, you know, I've watched the season. Well, no, well, you know, and I've, I've known you forever. That's not, you know, but yeah. what I've all, <laughs> what I've noticed on the show is that you just have so much going on as if. There is a higher, there is a purpose for you beyond Asia SF and beyond the show itself. And, you know, I'm not dissing the girls. You know, I love everybody on the show and I'm I'm friends with everybody. But I do see that you seem to be the only one who really has that goal set for you. you, and, And not only is it a goal, you're actually working towards that. There's a lot of things I know that are on your plate or have been on your plate and you've been able to say, yeah. I'm going to take these off one by one 
and yeah. get these things accomplished. You know what I mean? And yeah. and it, it, so, am I right? In, am I right in seeing that? It, it, then, am I reading this right? I mean, I can't really speak for my other cast members, but I know myself. I mean, I I just realized I'm not getting any younger, mm-hmm. and you know, I need a I need a goal. I need a future ahead of me. Uh-huh. No one else can do that for me but myself. Mm-hmm. So. You know, I think um, having this window of opportunity open up for me to be able to be in in a national spotlight with the TV show and then also with the pageant, you know, now with the United States pageantry system, um, you know, they're helping me attain those goals. Yeah. And you Um, are grabbing it, too, because what has been very exciting for me to see you do is to come out with your your new single. (laughs) Yes. I mean, that kind of came out of nowhere for me. I don't know about anybody else out there who may be tuned into the Bianca train uh, and on board and everything. But I I had no no idea that this was you kept this kind of under wraps a little bit, child. You you were just doing your thing and ready, waiting for it to be. OK, now I can like tell people what I'm doing because I had no, no idea. I'm kind of the person I need to have it in my hands back to feel it. And, you know, it, it was a bit shaky, you know. Uh-huh. I, I do I do have a lot of people to thank, you know, definitely my choreographer, Ronnie Reddick, through HSF, uh-huh. um, and Modern Future, my voice who provided the beats and the studio. Um, you know, um, Tommy, he's worked with Raphael Sadiq. You know, he donated. The Tommy McElroy, time. right? Is that, is that, yes. Yes, yeah, I know, I know, I know Tommy! Involved <laughs> all the people, right? He's involved with all yes. the people. Yeah, shout out, shout out to his wife Renee. Uh-huh. You know, so all of them, they they really stepped in to really just, you know, have something um, happen, and and I'm I'm so appreciative to it. Now we're now the t- song we're talking about is called "Lift My Shirt," and yes. it is a it's called A-H. and it's called A H. What's that mean? M A H. M A H. Oh yeah, ma ma yeah ma lift ma shirt. Okay, you guys got to get that in there when you say it because. And this yeah. is called, it's called trap music, right? Yes. And it's kind of like a version of what, hip-hop, rap type of, I don't know how hip-hop, to really kind of describe it. it. It It is hard to describe because we were trying to classify it when mm-hmm. we put it on iTunes. And we were like, well, let's just make a dance. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Because, and a lot of, a lot of uh, feedback I've gotten from people, they're like, oh, I'm at the gym and I'm really working out to this. Or, you know, Bianca's song is getting me through. I'm like, okay, good. <laughs> right. It's serving, but, it's serving its purpose. Right. And you wrote the lyrics to this song. Yes, I did. Okay. I'm Girl got publishing rights right now, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My first time actually writing. I wrote two songs, actually. Okay. Uh, the second song we're, we're doing is uh, Tongue Pop. Tongue Pop. Yes. Okay. Tongue Pop that. Okay. You know that? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. okay. So we did that, and so we're just waiting to get that going, and then... Um, but see, even that, okay, let, 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 me, let, me, let me interrupt you for a second, but even that, see, you already have a plan <laughs> in, with this song, with this music. It's not even like, okay, I did a one hit, let's sit back and see. No, you already got a plan. I already did the second song. I already got that down. We're going to just I'm wait for that, put that out. Song, right. And, I'm, and, I, and I plan on doing stage shows. So, yeah, I'm coming, honey. Oh. You know, all, all my life I've seen myself as, a, as an entertainer. You are. So You are an entertainer. You know, I'm I'm very thank you thank you I mean I'm very thankful to uh, the people who are in my life because I'm surrounded by good entertainers mm-hmm. and so my good friend Sutan Raja on um, season three winner of yeah. Race, um 
she was like, girl, you know, you want to start doing this? You want to, she's like, you got to come out with your own stuff and do it. And I was like, you know what? That makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Because trying to be, I mean, because you can be an entertainer and you can impersonate, blah, blah, blah. But I don't impersonate. Uh-huh. You know, my my style is, is different. And so. Yeah, even when you, it. even when you do other people's music, it is still Bianca. It's not. It's not yeah. you trying to be that other person. You know what I'm saying? An impersonator. Yeah, you are you. You just put your own. Well, this was, somebody said this to somebody the other day, and they kind of laughed because I said you put your own stank on it, and they go stank, and I go, well, no, because you know when I when somebody said you put your signature on it, that can be duplicated, but your stank yeah. is your stank. Nobody can duplicate <laughs> that. You know what I'm saying? I love. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I tell people, you put your stank on it. And they go, oh, now I get it. Because your signature people can duplicate that, but your stank is your stank. You can't do that. You know? so, so that's what you be doing every time you do Well, let's do this. We're going to go ahead, and we're going to go play uh, a listen of the, of the song, of uh, Lift My Shirt. And when we get through with that, we're going to go directly into a commercial. But we're going to... We're going to come back and talk a little bit about the lyrics that came out there because I think there is a message definitely that you go through uh, when you in the club and you out and about. There's, you know, you definitely talking about what the things you've experienced uh, with, yeah. with them double D's of yours. So we'll, we'll, we'll ah. but here we go, ladies and gentlemen. This is "Lift My Shirt" by Bianca Simone. Modern future. Why blow your f- head off? Lift my shirt, wanna lift my shirt. Lift my shirt, wanna lift my shirt. Lift my shirt, wanna lift my shirt. Lift, 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 lift. You wanna lift my shirt. Lift my shirt, wanna lift my shirt. Lift my shirt, wanna lift my shirt. Lift my shirt, wanna lift my shirt.
every time I come up in the club, you know, want to sit up here and play with my shit. You like chocolate candy, don't you? <laughs> Okay, that was lift my shirt, girl. Are you, I tell you, you you really you really fed some stuff up in there about what I'm imagining does happen to you a lot. It probably does, doesn't it? Yeah. You know where well, guys you know, are just I, always like they they don't even I, know where your eyes are. I'm sure. Exactly. <laughs> you know. <laughs> exactly. You got girl, my eyes are up here, and you got pretty eyes too. Like my eyes are up here, boo boo. Look at my eyes. So I was like, yeah. but you know, you go through all that, and and I know. Do you get that because you are a very sensual performer? You know, when you're on stage, you are very yeah. sensual. You're very comfortable with your body, and you definitely, yeah. you know, show what you got to show. Like like Tony Braxton say, "Honey, it ain't gonna be like this forever." So while I got it, I'm gonna show it to you. Okay. And you go ahead and do that, but people misread that sometimes. I'm sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. I, I think I definitely, uh, to me, stage is stage. And so that's where I'm able to kind of mm-hmm. go off into this whole other realm and being a person. And it just so happens to be this really sensual, sexual person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is fine. Which is fine. You know, I think it's yeah. really, and I think it's, I, and honestly speaking, as an observer watching you perform, um, as I have done with a, a lot of people who do some like burlesque stuff um, and, and whatnot, mm-hmm. it you just exude so much confidence up there that if anybody's watching that has any insecurity, not even necessarily like with body or looks or anything, but any insecurity, and they see that type of confidence, it helps mm-hmm. them in the, in there. It really, it really, it really does. But I'm gonna go to a uh, quick break though uh, before because we're okay. gonna tap in some more. We're gonna go to a quick commercial. When we come back, we're gonna talk more about some of the messages that you're sending out in the song, and then we're gonna get in a little bit on what's happening um, post transcendent um, season two. Okay, we're gonna go into that too. So, <laughs> so we'll be right back, Definitely. ladies and gentlemen. Babe, I think we're ready. We're really doing this. Yeah, I'm ready for our family. So where do we start? (laughs) Starting a family is a team effort, and when life needs a little encouragement, Pacific Fertility Center will be right by your side. As a unified team of the best fertility specialists, guided by the highest ethical standards, Pacific Fertility Center provides patients with compassionate fertility care. Visit PacificFertilityCenter.com. This is a true story about two best friends who fell in love and moved across the country to the city by the bay. After many years of dating, Jen and Jacqueline are now planning their dream wedding. It's a big moment in everyone's life when you say I do, especially when you can make choices for your authentic life and your loved ones too. Congratulations, Jen and Jacqueline. Live your authentic life. A special message brought to you by Weatherford BMW. 
Thanks for listening to the Progressive Voices Network, streaming the best in progressive talk 24-7. Keep the progressive conversation going on by joining our community. Each week, we send out an email that covers important things taking place in the Progressive Voices Network and throughout the progressive world. Be the first to know of upcoming shows, schedule changes, exclusive programming, and more. Simply go to ProgressiveVoices.com and sign up for our mailing list. It's that easy. ProgressiveVoices.com. Thanks for listening, and thanks for joining the Progressive Voices community. When asked, 90% of seniors say they want to remain in their own homes as they age. Hello, I'm Charles Symes, owner of Allegra Home Care. Our caregivers have been serving seniors and the aging community for over 20 years. Allegra Home Care is the only Bay Area home care agency that is LGTB certified. Helping LGTB seniors stay at home is our passion. Please visit us at www.alegrecare.com. Allegra Home Care, serving your community. we're back. Thank you all for staying with us out there. If you just joined us, this is It's Everything with B.B. Sweetbriar. We are the Sunday weekly segment of the Michelle Miao Show. And today joining me here on July 31st is the wonderful Bianca Simone, who's a co-star of the uh, docu-series called Transcendent on Fuse TV Network. And um, it's always wonderful to have her on show on the show and also to see her in person and to now listen to her new music we just got through playing, Lift My Shirt. Available on <laughs> iTunes and everywhere else. It's on Amazon and everything else out there. So you don't have to Google just play. Google Play. And you can actually stream it on um, Spotify on Spotify while you're working out. Because you were saying that um, people are talking about this as, they, as a, a kind of a workout song. Because it does have that, you know, it has that, that throw me good. down. Like, yeah, I can make it through there. want to lift my shirt. Okay. We, <laughs> we were here in the studio just jamming to it. We really were. I mean, it's one of those catchy songs. You get the hook. You know, the hook is really catchy on there. So, um, now, did you write the lyrics to this after getting the beats, or did you already have some stuff written down, and then you set it to the beat? I wrote the lyrics after getting the beat. Okay, okay. So what inspired you to even come up with, like, you must have been doing your makeup and something got on your double Ds, and you thought, I'm going to write a song about my double Ds. (laughs) The first thing that came to me uh, was, my interactions with guys at the club. Uh-huh. You know, of course, my gays, mm-hmm. you know, I'm always in the club, and so everyone wants to snuggle with my tits. Everybody wants to put their face in it. What is People it about gay to- boys and some boobs? I don't know what that is about that. <laughs> I don't. It is a thing, though. It really is a thing. But you know what? People love titties in general, I think. Uh-huh. You know, the ones that love them, and it tends to be a, a large population. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's probably because they are the source of all nutrients. To- <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I can say I carry chocolate. Candy. Okay. <laughs> I like it. You stay there and go, you like chocolate candy, don't you? <laughs> 
I love that line. That's the good one. You love chocolate candy, don't you? That is that's so the, good. That's the radio edit. That's the radio. Oh uh, yeah, I know. We, I know what I got. I've heard the other one. I know what the words that you left out of there. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, but it's really kind of. It's, it's a fun song, but it do, it is something that not only that oh, women yeah. in I, general. I do need to mention. I do need to mention. What? Ronnie Reddick did help me with writing it. Though. Okay. Okay. Just, okay. It, it's my. It was my first time, and I've never written a song before, mm -hmm. and I didn't know what hooks and bridges and all this right. stuff. So he did help me come in and clear some stuff up. So yeah, oh, yeah. we both. Have, that's why it's featuring Ronnie, but he's also on the track as well. Oh. <laughs> Okay, I gotta, I gotta listen real carefully on there, huh? Is he is he saying the is he doing the um, the um, kind of the announcer voice part of it? There's an announcer part in there, kind of like I hear. Oh, by the way, I wonder, is that you doing the um, the British accent? Yes. Oh no, that yes. was so good. I love that. Yes. That reminded me so much of the Britney Spears thingy. That was like really good. Tower, that was really a UK girl. They, they, you know that. You know what went down on that? That wasn't really Britney Spears. That it was the lady who actually wrote the song and Will I Am. You know, stole it. You heard that whole thing. Yeah, I said no, it on the radio. Yeah. I'm bringing it back out. Um, yeah, and so he had to pay her some money because he heard it and then kind of stole the song. And actually, her voice is the one that he used. Uh, it was a really weird story, but anyway, but that. That's you, and I thought that was so amazing. It was like, who is that British person? <laughs> <laughs> That's me. It's so funny because the original song had that in it. Oh, okay. And so I just, I just voiced over it, and they used my voice, which is cute. But I tend to, when me and my friends, we get together, we tend to talk in fake British accents. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yes, kind of hoity-toity. I'll have to use it for you sometime. Yes, you do. And that's good. After we have some tea and crumpets or something like that, yes, you know? Darling, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, I want to wish you all the best on this song because I think it's going to be something that people are going to catch on. And hopefully you're going to plan on – are you planning on trying to do some um, performances behind it? I mean, you know, actually doing um, some yes. club gigs where you're actually performing it? Okay, great. Yes, uh, my first performance will be Folsom Street Fair. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Appropriate so place to do it, honey. Okay. Are <laughs> right. going to have, right. like, dancers with you and everything? Are you going to yes. bring, girl, uh, bring it out. Bring have, it out. We're going to have two backup dancers, so, yeah. I'm I'm excited. Oh, well, so, yeah. Like, I feel so comfortable because it's my material. Yeah. So like, wow. Yeah. You know? Well, the thing is, it's your material, so ain't nobody got nothing to compare it to. It's yours. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just do what you got to yeah. do, and it, it, they're going to love it. That's awesome. Well, you heard it first here, guys, that they're going to, she's going to be performing. Bianca's going to be performing at the Folsom Street Fair and introduce a live performance of lift my shirt so i'm i can't wait for that um but i wanted to delve in a little bit more um with other things that you're doing because you did mention earlier in our conversation that you are the reigning miss gay united states which is a national <laughs> title and you're yeah. only the second californian to actually have a national title yeah you know, you know california's not a big patch We're they're not, not. Patch yeah today. Uh -huh. You know, and there are patents that happen. They do have a continental prelim, uh, but that's more in L.A. But uh -huh. still, um, you don't get the support like how down south you do, with, you know, especially uh -huh. with fundraisers and different events. And I think sometimes people don't know how to plan those type of events either. Right, you know? right, right. Um, uh, getting introduced to the pageants, um, I, I, 
I believe I did Catwalk 2010, and then also um, Lady Golden Gate out here. Both pageants have disseminated, and I'm still the current reigning 2010 <laughs> for those pageants that have closed. Oh, oh, once it's done, you just have it forever. That's right. Exactly, exactly. But, you know, thankfully, Mercedes was introduced me to the gay United States. I believe I ran in, like, 2000. I can't. I, I remember. Over wow. something. Yeah, because like I I uh, was a judge on what the prelim before when you were in it, and yeah, and you know I and it was really funny because we had this conversation um, when I judged you going to because you were actually first runner up in the Miss California yeah. and you still get to go and then you won the whole thing which I always love when that kind of stuff happens because you know it's like you know yeah but you know I can't well, talk you know, about I what first, I can't I talk about. Go ahead. I got I got first runner up due to it due to due to a technicality right and, and, in that category that was very 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 specific right so the right. fact that myself and Patton Leather mm-hmm. my 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 pageant coach and seamstress um, who was amazing she definitely yes. whooped me into shape yeah. <laughs> you know the fact that we missed it I was okay with that uh-huh. and the fact you know and the fact that okay if this is going to be the pageant and everything else was everything my entire package basically I was able to take with me to nationals with a couple tweaks mm-hmm. and that was it yeah and I took home the national title so I'm I'm amazed I'm I'm so thankful it's my first national title thank you to JP and Amanda Gula I, I hope I'm pronouncing their last name right <laughs> yeah but you <laughs> you but you I had seen you you know before in and this time and I think I we even spoke a little bit and I totally saw the difference. And I think even one of my questions to you was, um, you know, did you did you recognize what you needed to do to improve or, or what? You know what I mean? I just like I think I, you took a year and like, OK, are you ready? You think you you said, I'm ready. I've got this. two years, you know, two years. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you 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 had it. And I totally saw the difference. You know what I mean? As the another judge, it was like. Gosh, wow, you were like, you, you fine-tuned every little thing. And I was very impressed that you didn't change your style of performance. Because I remember, I think the first time we had talked afterwards, and you had said something, not afterwards the show, but during the time, and you said some people had said something about doing the spoken word that you had done before, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have done that. And then, yeah. but you did it again on the second one. Different environment, different type of thing, but you still did it. And you, it was yeah. so good. It, you know, and there were some even technical difficulties of hearing and stuff, but you still came through on that. And I think you even won talent that, that night. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was so surprised that night. Yeah. But so, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You know, I try to take risks when I do things and really really push myself to the limit and so i mean when i hear feedback like this thank you i'm just I'm oh and you know girl i'm and you know i'm gonna tell you i ain't gonna be like sugarcoating it i'm gonna just, <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna tell you you know what i'm saying but no i was really really impressed and it just made me you know giggle and smile from ear to ear when um when you came back with the towel and i'm sure it did also with mercedes but i want to get into how you're utilizing this because i do know as a as a natural title holder you do have some obligations to go to um some of the preliminaries 
um, uh, events across the United States and how you're going to be actually utilizing that for your future and what you see yourself doing, you know, after your reign is over. Um, but we're going to take another, you know, got to pay a couple more bills. You know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> I got to keep these lights on. I ain't RuPaul. I ain't keeping that, you know, I ain't keeping the studio <laughs> happening right now. So I got to keep the lights on by paying some bills. So we'll be right back with Bianca Simone after this message. I'm Heclina. I've been doing drag here in San Francisco for almost 20 years, and uh, over the past couple of months, I just opened up my club, Oasis. It's been going really well. People really seem to appreciate the space. It's something people say San Francisco really needs right now, because the city has been changing a lot. I always had this attitude of, of opening a space that was kind of like for everybody, and that's just kind of the attitude and the, the uh, the ethics of Oasis is it's kind of a space for everybody. How does it feel to be a business owner? I don't know, you know, it's funny because I still need to, I still have to kind of pinch myself to believe it's actually true, you know what I mean? Like I walk in there and, and I go up to the bar and I go, oh, could I please have a glass of water? You know, it's kind of like, I forget that it's my place. Running gay clubs, it's changed a lot. Um, I think that gay people now, they're everywhere. They don't feel like they have to maybe be in a gay bar all the time, so you have to be much more creative about how you are enticing people to come out to your club. I, I guess I'm successful because I'll just say it, I work really hard at what I do. I also like to provide a really quality experience for people. So yes, you know, people will pay to see my shows and pay to come to my club, but I always like, like to give them something that's worth it. The experience that they'll, they'll leave my shows going, okay, that was worth it, you know what I mean? This has always been my attitude. Um, just to entertain people, and so it seems like that works, you know. I would say to young kids, you know, just kind of form your own identity. And, uh, and you know, don't let others dictate how you should behave or think. Uh, you can always go to uh, sfoasis.com to find out about all the entertainment and nightlife that we have going on at Oasis. If you want to see drag, we've got that for you. If you want to see some queer hip-hop parties or queer dance parties, we have that for you. Spotlight on success and achievement. Brought to you by Wells Fargo. Together, we'll go far. And we're back, and thanks again for staying out there. But I know your interest in today is definitely in, in hearing what Miss Bianca Simone from co-star of Transcendent on Fuse TV uh, just finished the second season, actually, right? You guys just finished, wrapped that yeah. up. It's off, and, yeah, you know. Yeah, that was last Wednesday. Yeah, and we'll, we'll <laughs> talk about that a little bit, too. But we were talking about, um, before we went to break, about your your uh, rain, Miss, your reigning Miss Gay United States national title, and one thing that I, you know, um, I, I think you know, and most people probably think you know, when they think about these pageant systems in the LGBTQ community, that you know, they definitely think of drag. They think of you know, drag men, women dresses women doing the drag thing but there are more and more trans uh women doing these pageants as well and so it's really yeah. great on a national level for you to come out in representation of you know the trans community and taking this title because i've been to that pageant before and they they be bringing it there's some these these people don't <laughs> be playing you know oh yeah you know yeah. so um you know that alone should be an applaud but you know why did you choose to get into the the pageant system um you know what what was uh in, in your mind about what 
this would achieve for you? Well, I've always been intrigued by, you know, different patterns and being able to, I guess, compete mm-hmm. and, and have, I mean, who doesn't want a crown? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right, you know? right. So, um, but, but being on a national level, I had no idea really what I was getting into. Uh-huh. Um, and so, but I mean, I accept all the responsibility that comes with it. I mean, I have to look at it. I mean, I, I, I'm pretty, pretty much a pretty, pretty well-rounded, you know, wholesome person. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, to be able to go and travel across the United States, I'm looking at it as that aspect. Yeah. You know, I'm traveling to all these different places, spreading the world about being a black a, a African-American trans woman who has got her shit together to at least carry a national title right. and go spread the word about this pageant system. You know, um, what, I, what I saw just in, in going in competition and going to the competition is the uh, the families and the friendships and the bonds that it brings mm-hmm. this LGBT community together. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost very very similar to uh, the ballroom scene, mm-hmm. you know, that very underground. Mm-hmm. Good good um, comparison. Good comparison. You know, and and it, I and I, I I'm happy to just be to even have experienced both. Uh-huh. You know, so and 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 about to experience this new gay United States adventure. So I mean, yeah. Uh, well, that's good because it will. It will definitely put you in the spotlight in various cities across the United States, uh, and many of them not even having um, such a close um, attachment to um, a trans uh, person. So that's really good in that regard too. And and you mentioned about you know having your stuff together. Your actual words were having your shit together, but having <laughs> having your stuff together because on this season, this is the one thing that I've enjoyed watching the, the transcendent and why it's a docu series versus a reality show, is because it does give an opportunity for us to delve more into each one of you, each one of the the main characters on the show. And um, it has taken us back to your, some of your beginnings. And then the first season, I really enjoyed having you speak with your grandmother about what it was like for you growing up and and how they weren't aware of some of the things you were going through on a day-to-day basis about being teased and everything and about you uh-huh. just wanting to wake up to be a girl. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. that was that was something that I think – a lot of people got a lot from, honestly. I don't know. I'm sure you've yeah. gone to some, some discussion groups and people have said that. But that really, you know, really opened a lot for me just into you. You know what I mean? Because, like, when you hear stories yeah. like that, it answers a lot of questions about how people are how they are. You know what I mean? It's like you go, God, I wonder how so-and-so is so strong. And then you hear something that has happened to them in the past. You go, okay, now I get it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Now I get it. And so that was like one thing that I learned about you um, that kind of answered some questions about, not that I was seeking for any answers, but like, like, okay, now I can understand, you know, that mind process of like, okay, now I know how she would react if I did this because I know what she went through, you know, that type of thing. But yeah. in this no, season, and I'm glad I'm glad for bringing this up too because that's what um, that's what they wanted to portray to America because mm-hmm. you know you had a chance to get to know me. Mm-hmm. America doesn't know me yet, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. so they, they they wanted to. A lot of people don't know about what it is to be in transgender, mm-hmm. you know, or stuff that we go through, and they think that oh, you know, you just probably couldn't make it as a man, but you decided to be a woman. Right? Like, no, that's not the case. Right? You know? Right? We go through lifelong situations of, of hiding these feelings and not sure of what to do with them, you know, yeah. or even just 
having these, you know, these experiences and not being able to fully express that. Yeah, yeah. And, and then in this season, you um, took us back to when you were homeless and, yeah. you know, lived in Larkin Street uh, youth facilities here in San Francisco. And you, you took us through that journey, you know, that, that middle ground, you know. So it was, and that was another revelation for a lot of us into you, into who you are and your strength. Because that's what I think a lot of people are kind of getting from this show with all of you is the amount of courage and strength that it takes to become who you guys are, because all of you on the show are definitely strong women. Definitely strong women, and you guys are out there. There ain't no going back now. Even if you was like, ooh, girl, you, it ain't no going out now. All your business is out there now. But you guys yeah. are, are so strong. And, uh, it, it, like, there's no, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what to say. It's like when I look at each one of you in, in, and see all different, but each of you are standing up straight, erect, back up, head up. There is no, I never see, even though you do, all, all of us have our own insecurities, but you guys are so strong and it's so good to see that. But, you know, I can understand how you got there because of everything that you had to go through. You know, I mean, there's no way you could have survived if you didn't have yeah. the strength. Really. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> you know, I'm just serious. It's like, you know, that's really difficult to see. And no, I don't, I don't think people who would see you now and see how you live and see how, how you do things could imagine you having to go through those steps without having that show show that. You know what I'm saying? They probably yeah. think, because you got it together. Like you just said, you got your shit together. So they, no, oh. And that's so true. You know? But that goes back to, like, what my mom told me when I was a little kid. You know, people will believe anything, you know. Mm -hmm. So you can present whatever you want on the outside, but they truly don't know what happens when you go home. Mm -hmm. So folks assume all this stuff think truly about you until you tell them. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I, I can totally um, see that. Um, so I'm really glad that the show has done that and, and definitely then put a stamp on, on you, so to speak, that people can say, we know the journey and have mm -hmm. a better appreciation for where you are, if you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because so many times yeah. when you see talented people, you you know you think, oh well, you were born with that, and so the, your life has always been a full of roses. Even though they know you're trans, they still think that you know you're pretty. You've got all these these all these other things that should make it easier for you, but no, it hasn't been that way. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm really glad yeah. that that's come across in the show but now that season two is over and i don't know if you guys have found out whether or not they picked you up for a third season or whether or not there is even plans for that but where where do you hope from a from a um uh either an acting theater tv movie is there anything that you want to utilize this experience with beyond um this reality show or docuseries type of thing um I'm open, really, to anything. Um, I could see myself on te on television. I can see myself doing doing movie roles. Um, you know, I, if the singing takes off, I need to do it. right. I mean, if if we look at the the movie stars and actors, they're going back to what they used to be back in the old days, to where they were models. Mm -hmm. They were 
they were, you know, brand ambassadors. They were singers. They were actors. They were everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They were true, full, well-rounded entertainers. You know what I mean? It wasn't. And you're right, because now and now we're finding people who are doing movies. You go, God, they're on Broadway now. I didn't even know that they could. You know what I mean? It's like, I didn't even know they could sing and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, you are getting a lot of that back again. It's a good point. Yeah, so I'm 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 open to do anything and everything, and and that's another reason why I'm with the you know gay United States passenger system. Mm-hmm. Anything and everything can get me out there as an entertainer. So <laughs> yeah, well, and 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 I am I know there's people out there too who you know before you who have you know kind of started paving some more of the ways. You know, of course, we know Laverne Cox is one of those people who yeah, who has definitely paved a way for. Excuse me for uh, not only women of color but trans women to you know have major roles and to be taken seriously in what they do. You know what I mean? And yeah. Um, and hopefully that will continue to uh, break down some of those walls that uh, because one thing that I've always and one thing that I and I want your commentary on this that kind of not bothers me but it's kind of it adds to the same thing of why you can't why Hollywood doesn't see or put gay characters or gay actors and actresses into straight roles where for some reason they mm-hmm. feel that if somebody is openly gay and they're playing a straight character they think the public can't see beyond that acting it, it they mm-hmm. can't say beyond that and so when they're in that it, it becomes unbelievable yet we know a straight person who plays a gay character and it comes off like oh my god i believe that and they win oscars and stuff why can't the reverse happen so my thing is is like well then why do they always or seem to always put trans people in trans roles it's like you know the character is a trans woman or a trans man or when reality why does that matter they're playing a woman why can't they just be why can't that character just be a woman period you know you know, you know? I- I I so hear you, but I have I have no clue. <laughs> it just dawned, it just dawned it just dawned on me as you said it because I was like you know what that's so true. We've only ever seen trans people in trans roles, right? You and know? like why it's the reverse when you have yeah. And then I hate it when I see you know straight people in in trans roles right. or even gay roles, and it's like okay, right? It's almost but like you it's know like what? It's... I think I think the true testament, and this may be a little bit messy. Let me know is. We've got Laverne Cox now playing that uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show mm-hmm. role. Let's see how she does. In that. I'm not, not saying, I know she's going to do well in it, but let's see how that role goes over. Because there's already been controversy about her playing a, uh, what is that, uh, a transvestite. Yes, yes. And I said, you know what? I said, as much as I want to hate her for doing that, I said, I commend her because you know what? It's a role and she's getting paid for it. And she's acting the part. So let's right. see her act the part. Right, and it, yeah, you, it, it, and that was a very daring, you're, that's a very daring role because you're talking about a a cult classic. Classic, <laughs> okay? When you, when you even say the word cult, if you ain't talking about religion, the first thing people are going to think about is the, is, is the rock, you know, Rocky Horror Picture Show, and, no. and, Oh my God! I mean, that took. Ooh, I don't know. She must have been on some Hennessy when she got <laughs> when she got that role brought to her because that you cannot say that you took that lightly and said, "Oh yeah, I want." Oh, honey, I would have done some serious soul searching before you know. Because there, there's a, she's African American. 
she's transgender, you know, like you know, a female, you know, like yeah. yeah. There's a whole lot of all that all going on in this and on that, and you know, them diehard people are going to be tough, tough, tough when it, <laughs> you know, tough, tough, yeah. tough. And you're singing to, oh girl, this is like this is. You're right. It's like let's let's see this because if you get through this, honey, there's gonna be there's nothing Laverne can't do if she gets through exactly. this. You know what I'm saying? So I'm exactly. a, I'm gonna be rooting. I'm gonna be rooting, but it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. Um, well, we're gonna talk a little bit more about some opportunities that are uh, hopefully coming your way. I have to take another break, you know, girl. I gotta do that this time. I just because I have to go to the bathroom. But I got. <laughs> well, we gonna take another break, and when we return, we'll come back with the most fabulous person I know, Bianca Simone, and um, we'll be right back after this message. Babe, I think we're ready. We're really doing this. Yeah, I'm ready for our family. So where do we start? <laughs> Starting a family is a team effort, and when life needs a little encouragement, Pacific Fertility Center will be right by your side. As a unified team of the best fertility specialists, guided by the highest ethical standards, Pacific Fertility Center provides patients with compassionate fertility care. Visit PacificFertilityCenter.com. The Commonwealth Club is a unique organization that brings together people from a variety of backgrounds to explore important issues as a community. Sooner or later, everyone worth hearing comes to our stage. From Marga Gomez to Richard Chamberlain, from James Hormel to Kate Kendall, leading thinkers, activists, politicians, and artists have come to the Commonwealth Club of California. Ted Olson and David Boyes came here to discuss their winning legal strategy for same-sex marriage. Jason Collins talked about gay athletes. The Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence discussed activism and good works. Actor and director Rob Reiner explained how he got Hollywood behind same-sex marriage. Barney Frank described what it's like to be gay at the highest levels of Washington. From healthcare reform to transgender rights, from immigration to gay-owned businesses, it's all at the Commonwealth Club. And that's still just a portion of the 450 programs we present every single year with new programming nearly every single day. Be a part of the conversation. Learn more at commonwealthclub.org, download our free app in iTunes, and join us in person the next time you're in San Francisco. The Commonwealth Club of California puts you face-to-face -face with today's thought leaders. Okay, we're back for our final, our final quarter of um, uh, this edition of It's Everything. Um, it's BB Sweetbriar here, and I'm here with a very special guest, uh, a good friend, and uh, someone that I definitely have enjoyed watching over the the few, last few years. Um, just blossom into a wonderful performer and a wonderful person and a great represent representative of the trans community and that's Bianca Simone and um, I kind of want to uh, lead off with just what I just finished there as far as being a representative of the uh, trans community because regardless if you want to be or not because of your presence on television and just all the other things that you've done you you definitely have been thrust in as you know, a role model or someone um, to be looked up to in the trans community, 
now definitely locally, but now with your national title and you traveling all over, you definitely have expanded to a, a national platform. Have you thought about or are you thinking about considering doing more with speaking on that? Because on this season of of Transcendent, you guys did a panel type of discussion with uh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, looking at that episode and, and, and watching you and you fielding questions and, and, and answering them, you know, you definitely are not a person who's shy from speaking, for sure. <laughs> and, yeah. and um, you know, you, you usually have some really good things to say that could be very helpful are, are have you thought about utilizing and there and girl there's there's a living that can be made in in doing speaking not only some good but there's you know you can do some stuff but hey yeah. laverne is doing it um yeah uh, no i mean i definitely wouldn't be opposed to uh-huh. you know, things, uh, public speaking engagements mm-hmm. you know i do have a, a small background in that and working in nonprofits. Uh-huh. so um yeah definitely yeah because you as you go to these cities that you're doing for um, your pageant stuff, you know, and, you know, uh, definitely being brought out there. And it's usually a couple of days, two or three days, you know, and trying to s- mm-hmm. squeeze in also a speaking engagement with some of the community people out there would be, I think, so awesome to to share your experiences and to just even share that whole pageantry experience and all the different people you're meeting. I mean, this is you're so right about you know this this is just making you just a, even a better rounded person with all the people that you're meeting you know you said the, the different is kind of like being a part of the um the uh what is it, the ballroom scene you know all the different people are yeah. gravitating towards you like family you know <laughs> and yeah. you know it's, it's just kind of has to be amazing but i definitely can see you doing something like that as far as speaking thank you well i mean hey I got to talk to my management team. And you, yeah, you. Uh, do you have a management team, girl? Uh, you know, we should talk a little offline about that. <laughs> I, I do. I do have someone working with me as far as representation. Uh, good. Um, but I think I want to continue a, another conversation just in regards to the music. I had a couple questions. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> girl, you know how we do because you know we got to get it out there. <laughs> Um, but no, you, you definitely because you you are there. You're there, and um, you you need to make sure because we are worst persons when it comes to um, selling ourselves or, or or putting ourselves out there as far as what we're our value. You know, we're our worst people out there, and we be thinking, you yeah. know, we oh well, I'm gonna go out there, but I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this and do that. When you know, you need to be bolder, and you need to be, you know, and other yeah. people can do that for us. You know what I mean? And do it better yeah. than we can. And yeah. um, you need that. Because part of us is just, we're just like, well, we like to do it so much. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? And so then we sell ourselves sh- short. And you are, you have been doing so much hosting of parties. You are the it girl. You are the it girl. You are the it girl <laughs> here know, in San Francisco. I have been on my hustle, honey. I have been on my, it never stops. All right. And but it, now, big Big thank you to Club Poppy and Jamie and Frisco Robbie for for actually giving a girl a shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think me and Robbie we just celebrated a year together of celebrating parties. So I was like, happy anniversary! <laughs> right. And now you you guys are still doing um, Guy Gantua, right? Is that how you said that? Got- Gigante. Why do I want to call it like I'd be getting this this American spin on it? But um, it's spelled, it's spelled gigantic, and it's so funny because me and Carnisada. 
we were talking about that. We were like, yeah, well, you know, I'm going to steal his parties away from him, and I'm going to have an American call- party called Gigantic. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the same, the same spelling. <laughs> right, same spelling, but it's just pronounced differently. So you guys were doing that, and you guys do that on Sundays here in... Um, yes, at the Q Bar. At the Q Bar. Uh, and six Castro Street. And what other stuff do you have going, or even because you do a lot of kind of one-offs too? I know you've been present for just some special. I can officially things. announce uh-huh. once a month I will be hosting at Balancois, so twenty-five sixty-five Mission Street, Balancois. Okay. So Balancor, I'll be hosting there once a month. Okay. For their fem for their fem brunch show. Oh well, awesome, and, awesome. Well, yeah, you perform there a lot every, anyway, so why not, right? Yeah. yeah, I'm looking at every last every last Sunday of the month, so. Oh, great. If you book your reservation. Go ahead and do that. Okay. Fabulous. Fabulous. I can and it, and you, speak on that. Good. Well, that's good. That's news. And then you are, you've been doing some, um, now, a lot of the stuff that you've been traveling to where you've been doing some, I, I'm sure, some red carpet stuff for the show where you've been going to L.A. You know, and stuff we, like that. I was doing some press for the show before before the show happened. So we were being flown to LA, and we we did the Glad Glad Media Award. Uh-huh. Um, we did a People Magazine interview. So yeah, our network they take care of us. And then for Pride, we were the Celebrity Grand Marshals. And so um, with that, we had the network come out, and they gave us you know pre- pre- presents. We had popsicles. We had. We had ten cent ice cream bars named after us. Oh my god! <laughs> for Pride, for Pride, and Xfinity TV had a booth for us, so we had an official fan meet and greet, and it was it's been it's been a lot of fun. This yeah, whole I, and I totally kind of um, left that out of the interview because you guys were you were part of the celebrity. Um, uh, Grand Marshal team Marshall, yeah. for this year in San Francisco, which was, you know, and we had an opportunity to speak during the parade um, yeah. about your experience. And so I want to thank you for taking the time to, um, you know, talking to the mic, Timmy, on the road there, because that was a difficult <laughs> thing, child. You just do not talk about doing some broadcasting off the cuff, honey. That was a, I got, I got, this, that was like going to war without some real training. And I, <laughs> but I tell well, you, it you was know, the I most have, fun I've I ever had at Pride. You. The most fun I have to recommend you, you did an amazing job, and I loved your newscaster hair. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was, was I ready or what? Girl, was I ready? <laughs> Was I yeah, ready? Okay. There you go. I love your newscaster. Yeah. I was like playing the role, girl. I was all ready for it. If you don't know, honey, ABC might have been there, and I wanted to make sure I was ready to do a little feed off on them. You know, if they wanted some I footage. Loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I was I ready. It. I didn't want to let Michelle meow down. It's like, girl, I'm, I'm a represent just in case they want some of our feed. We can give it to them because you know I look the part. I look like I'm on the Today Show. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. But, you know, I definitely, like I said, again, I'll say, again, you have just really done a great job. And I really think that when you get your people in line, all your right people, that they need to be talking to Fuse about, you know, maybe giving you a solo shot at something. Because you really have a presence on the show um, on your own. and um, And I think the audience itself can definitely say that. I don't think I'm speaking out of out of pocket here. And I think the general public can definitely see. Like I said, everybody on the show has their own thing, and they they are 
you know, it's it's an ensemble, and you know when you have an ensemble cast of anything, yeah. you know everyone has a specific role that they play in there. But there's usually somebody that kind of stands out that when that show ever comes to an end, you can see that person going on on their own. You know what I mean? Like they can have they can mm-hmm. carry their own show and not have to be a part of an ensemble. And you're kind of that person, I think, in this group um, mm-hmm. that can. Thank you. That because I think it takes a a real a well-rounded um, uh, individual and entertainer to be able to do that, and and you've definitely proven the ability to to do that on all fronts, whether it be you know performing on a stage, speaking or whatever. You've been able to do that, you know, and not shy away from controversy, and um, that all that you know, a lot of people don't realize when you be you know when. You, celebrityism is bestowed upon you having to deal with controversy comes along with that and you know you you seem to do that very well you know what i mean at least before the in front of public you do that well i don't know what's happening behind the scenes but you know what i'm saying it's like you know what I mean? you know what i mean it's like it's yeah. one of those things that comes with the territory and you just deal with that you know what i'm saying and you you know move it keep it moving <laughs> keep it no, I hear you. so um so i hope that you get have a team and you know don't shy, i hope you're not shying away from looking at some things as an individual in in the TV realm. No, don't. I mean, you know, I'm just. I just. I try to remain modest, and you know, I, I didn't want to be on the sh- on the on the show. You know, just oh yes, I need this for a lot, but I'm not shy of doing my own my own spinoff show. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a lot of drama amongst the girls. I can say about who competes for time and airtime and stuff like that, and I, that's just not me. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. I, so. I try to steer away from that. But, like, but anything like so those much. reality shows, what happens, because, you know, the producers trying to get airtime, it, it's really, uh, they, they, they put on there based on who they think the audience is going to gravitate to. So, you know. Well, it, they edit it. They edit it the way they want to edit yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Season, and this season, they edit it, and I thought it was kind of funny the way they edit it, but, I mean, hey, to each its own. Yeah, I'm, you I'm know. not upset. Yeah. My fan base still loves me, so that's all I care about. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, continued success, definitely. And um, yeah. you always have, you know, a home here on this show. So if anything breaking news comes out, you need to give me a holla, and we'll get uh, you out there. Get you out there and everything. So, um, so I, you know, everyone, if you if you coming in at the tail end here, because we only got a couple more minutes, is that <laughs> I've been speaking with Bianca Simone, who's definitely a co-star of the Transcendent uh, Fuse TV docu series that just finished the second uh, season um, on the show. So you can see it on Hulu and Fuse TV. You can go and see all of the past um, season one and season two. Check them out. Um, and hopefully we'll get news about season three coming up again. We don't know what's going on. L.A. gave us some indication that, you know, she since she's not going to be doing the Asia FF thing, she may not be on it next time. I don't know. I'm just trying to tell y'all. You know, the, I, I all, have no clue. They're there was all this proof. stuff dropping at the end there, like, what's going on here? So, um, you know, you guys are definitely an interesting show, definitely uh, different than I uh, totally imagined. But Look for Lift My Shirt on iTunes and all other digital 
uh, music outlets that you can purchase Bianca's uh, brand new single that just came out a couple of weeks ago. And just look for her everywhere across the U.S. It's not just San Francisco. She is hopping all over the country as Miss Gay United States. And um, so thank you again, Bianca. And to you all out there, I will touch base with you every Sunday as always. And I'll be back with you next week. So until then, ta-ta. And I'll talk to you later.